Previously on Eidolon Daft, Dr. Stella Arpeggio created The Undertow, a neural network of shared consciousness and awareness of humanity. Corporations have taken advantage of The Undertow, and Dr. Stella Arpeggio has combated this with Eidolon. Four hackers were hired by Dr. Stella Arpeggio. Craig, Cutie Cat, Sebastian, and me, Highway. We have infiltrated a facility and taken out the guards along with our newly sentient van, Van. However, just as we were about to reach our goal, a new threat has appeared. So, you all just triggered a boss battle. Congratulations. Yay! Before we get into a bad time, (laughs) do any of you have ties you would like to update? Or I should say add, since we started out with blank ties here. Yes. All right, Zoe, what, what ties does Highway suddenly have? Um... Highway has a tie with Craig. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Highway's tie with Craig is... Craig is a sad person. <laughs> and then Craig also has a tie with Highway, which is... Highway means well, and that makes it worse. <laughs> um, All right. I think Highway also has a tie with Van... Oh, oh, right, yes. Van hasn't picked a... Well, I have now figured out a, a name for Van, but okay. we'll we'll get to that later when you meet Van again. Uh, is it Vanna? Uh, no. Van, uh, Highway's tie with Van is... Van is my child. Troubling. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, do you have any other ties? Uh, let me think here. Um, I'm going to go with... Sebastian is... Surprisingly confident. Cutie Cat, do you have any ties? Sebastian is my gamer, bro. All right. Any others? Uh, I wonder if Highway can affect video games. Huh. Or, like, I'm curious about Highway's... About the limits and Highway's powers. Yeah. I can make Digimon. Mm. She's like, okay, so this is a visual novel. Really really make Lexi regret not being here. (laughs) (laughs) This is an Otome game. Let me introduce you. Life is real. I didn't want to use that word. What is? I may be playing a gamer, but I have limits. Sebastian, please explain life foods. 
Let's not do this. (laughs) Let's not. Uh, Sebastian, do you have any ties? Yeah. um, Highway should be more responsible with their life-giving powers. Highway should be more responsible with their life-giving powers. Uh, Craig should... Craig really needs a nap. (laughs) (laughs) While that is true... Uh, does, does Craig have any phobias about naps? Um. Due to his, uh. I don't think he really has phobias about naps so much as just, like, he can't sleep well. Okay. He'd love a nap, but it won't go out. He, you know, it, he knows in advance. It's not going to be one of those naps where you wake up feeling rested. It's going to be one of those naps where you wake up feeling disoriented and upset. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a lot of naps. At least for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, unless anyone else has any ties, uh, we can jump right back into the action here. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, all right. I will take that as a we are good on ties. All right. So if I remember correctly, Sebastian and Cutie Cat were both inside the server room, which houses a bunch of uh, uh, media server racks, as well as the Sci-Hub that you are supposed to install Rectifier in, while Craig and Highway are currently outside that room. Yeah, and I had just pulled some upsetting shenanigans to try to make the guards all fight each other. Fabby had just, like, done a... Had just basically pinged the undertow mm-hmm. to try and figure out what else was there. And that's how Cutie Cat found uh, the brainwasher. And I think what happens next, as the sort of information goes across, like, the HUD that is basically in your mind, you kind of see... Like, you try to look around to find out where the program is in the undertow. And out of the, in like sort of the corner of your vision, in, in at the edge of your perception, you see something that almost reminds you of a sleep paralysis demon, sort of like a shadowy, sort of ephemeral entity that its limbs are just too long and spindly. And it's got like a weird head uh, with some horns, and it just do- it doesn't seem to have much of a face. Just like a couple, a, just like a couple glowy orbs where eyes should be. Uh, but just as you try to focus on it, it like tries to escape from your view, and you suddenly feel like this room is fairly cold. Um, because it does house a bunch of servers, including the Sci-Hub. So by default, it is set to like 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's cold in here. But you still feel like a chill on the back of your spine. Can I try to reach out with Digital Love and use Digital Love's like cables to try to grab whatever this is? Yeah, I think you can do that. That will be... I'm going to have that be an elegance. Cool, that's two. Oh, no, wait, that's one. No, that's that's a one for you. Uh, wait, 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 before you... Yeah, do you we... want to use your remaining 
Uh, yeah, my question is, here. should I, since we haven't fixed it, because uh, right now the result is when you play your resident card, you can ask an investigate question, even if you're not investigate. Like, I right. have a question, but, like, how would that... I mean, you can do that if yeah, you yeah. want. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think the idea is just you're very perceptive and quick-witted, so you are, like, ascertaining details mm-hmm. as you're doing other stuff. And yeah, would so that you- still be, like... A positive result, or well, it's Wheel of Fortune, so it'd be a well. No, it's your resident card, it's the so resident. yeah, it'd so be a positive, positive result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. cool. And that could, yeah, using the Wheel I'll of Fortune play. forecast, but you know, uh, Iris would be would want to interpret it more on the positive end of neutral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll play Wheel of Fortune. Okay, uh, so I think what happens here is you kind of uh, because you're not entirely sure where the brainwasher is in the room. I think you, you, you make your best guess and, uh, digital love flings out a bunch of, you know, psychic cables, um, into the area just behind you. Uh, and it does like manage to grab onto something. It wraps its cables around the brainwasher uh, and as you turn to, to to face your target, you like your perception switches, and you find that the brainwasher is because digital love is now like connected to it. Mm-hmm. It is dragging your perception forcefully into the undertow, uh, mm-hmm. into the sort of psychic field that's permeating this area, and you can still kind of see your physical surroundings though they they appear sort of out of focus and what you see instead is almost like this very sterile office building that is just filled with recording equipment there are like boom mics hanging from the ceiling and the and the entire area is being like lit by uh floodlights uh, like you, what you might see in a in a photo shoot, and there's just cables all over the place, and you can you get a clear look at the brainwasher, and it does not seem to be having a good time being captured by these cables. It is going to try and basically grab a hold of one of Digital Love's cables, mm-hmm. uh, and as it does so. You see, like, black veins start to go up Digital Love's cables and into it. And as that happens, you feel like a, a tingling, burning sensation in your left arm. I think she, like, she grabs it tight and grabs it against her body. Can I ask my investigative question here? Sure. What weakness can I exploit? Okay, yeah, that's a good one. So... You've noticed that even though there is like this this burning sensation like in your arm, like the interface that that Stella gave you um, also monitors your vital signs and it is not showing any actual abnormalities right now. So whatever this thing is doing, mm-hmm. it is all in your head. Uh in that case, I guess I would just make Digital Love squeeze tighter and try to cause some damage here. That will be a scrap, I think. Yeah, yes. I have one, so heart of the cards. Let's do this. All right. 
<laughs> that is death. That's a good one, right? That's oh. neutral. Yeah, it's neutral. Okay. Um, let's see here. Something ends and something else begins. I think it's just uh, the player takes one damage and then I just do the yes, do that's, the forecast, that's right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and, and uh, move your damage track. Uh, I think I think you've taken two so far. Oh yeah, I took one from Sebastian. Se- Sebastian, yeah. So I'll just put it under my experience here. Yeah, and as you as you squeeze down tighter, uh, you hear the brainwasher. It's not screaming from like a voice. It doesn't have vocal cords. Uh, it's almost like the screaming is coming directly from inside your brain. Mm. And it melts into the floor, and you see a, a wall of monitors that that's in the back of this stale of this sterile of this recording room suddenly switch on. At first, the screens just show pictures of the brainwasher's face, and then suddenly they turn into screens showing the faces of the guards you have met. Uh, And this is where I'm going to switch to the rest of y'all. Sebastian, Highway, Craig. At some point, like, you saw Digital Love um, flail its cables around, and then both Cutie Cat and Digital Love just sort of went into a trance, and they're just standing there. And a few moments later, um, the guards who had previously been freaking out they suddenly go slack and then they all turn to stare at you. Uh, so that seems not great. Craig, do you know what is wrong with them? No, not particularly. Um, I mean, I can maybe send Burnin' in, maybe poke around, see if I can find anything. All right, yeah. Um, I want to investigate by having, uh, Burnin, uh, access one of their neural interfaces to uh, see if I can learn anything here. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a... Since you're using your Eidolon to do it, that seems like a biz. Do you agree with that? Um, yeah, we can do biz if you want. Sure. Okay. That's just one. Yeah, alright. So that's the moon. That's not great. (laughs) Let me see. What does the moon do? I remember the moon is something unknown or unknowable interferes. Yeah, that's that's a negative. All right. So you attempt to send Burnin into the nearest guard, which I think you're still like just outside the room. Right. So that'd be Vincent. Um, you try to send Burnin into Vincent's neural interface, and as soon as it gets in there. Your ears are assaulted, like, by an extremely powerful and high-pitched white noise. Like, to the point where it is physically painful for you to listen to. Alright, well, um, that did not work how I hoped it would. Is it, like, ongoing, or was it just sort of, like, a loud, like, spike of it? If Burnin is is staying in their neural interface, you are still hearing it. I pull Burnin back. Yeah. Yeah, nope, that's just, uh, mm. do not recommend, jeez. Ah, he's like, 
kind of like putting a finger in his ear. I think in response, Vincent rushes at you almost like a almost like someone would control like a a, a puppet uh-huh. and tries to uh, grab you by the neck. Um, I think I am going to uh, just kind of flail at him and uh, sort of swing my arm, which still has a bunch of cactus pins in it, uh, at his head. All right, like that's going to be a scrap. Plan with those, <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, that is the tower. Oh god, do I only have one pal? <laughs> yeah, you ah! only have one pal. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something terrible happens. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think. I know how this is going to go. Yeah, me too. Uh, so Vincent grabs your neck. And look, this guy might have been a, a kind of kind of a passive person, possibly a coward when he was under his own control. But like now that he's in this weird puppeteered state, you realize this this guy does have some muscles on him and your throat is getting crushed. Uh, and it won't take too long before you will just suffocate. So you, go ahead and advance your damage track here. Yeah, you got it. Would someone like to give me a hand? Okay. I think um, Highway just raises their hands and like tries to do like a hammer blow on Vincent. <laughs> you also have a one for POW, so let's see how this scrap will go. The Lovers. That is my dissonance card. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah, no, the only fighter in the group is is Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian is the heavy. <laughs> Alright, so tank. the negative ver the Yeah, the, Sebastian's a tank. The inverted version of the lovers is a choice is made without your input. <laughs> hmm. Well no, you, oh right, no, I forgot. Right, yes, and, because she's inhuman. Yeah, and also my dissonance clock moves ahead two hours. <laughs> So you you go and try to hammer blow Vincent to, to free your friend, and you suddenly realize that like halfway halfway through like bringing your your fists down, the motors in your constructed body like suddenly glitch out. It's as if the signals being sent from your digital brain are being interfered with as they send, as those signals are going to the the circuitry in your body. And your arms just start spasming out. Craig, I, my arms, I, um, I can't help you. Yeah, well, all right. At least you tried. I did. It's it's so intense that, like, uh, some of the gears just start grinding uh, against each other, uh, and you can you can feel your physical body start to like take some uh, take some damage and wear down. That is the that is the damage you take from that failed scrap. Um, I think. Well, I was gonna say highway shows some emotions, but they they kind of can't. So internally, they're not thrilled about what just happened. But people may I don't know. We'll see if that yeah, I th- shows up. I think your friends are just seeing, like, the various emoticons you use yep, just, just cycling. seem to yep. cycle at random. Yep. Um, Sebastian used to entertain teenagers at the Cyber Zoo, 
And one thing that teenage boys like to do with each other is is roughhouse and hit each other a lot. So uh-huh. he knows the weak spots of a human. Hell yeah! So Great. he's gonna uh, charge his tusks into Vincent's weak spot. <laughs> I hold on. I, I, I have to say the words out loud. I feel like Crystal was pretty pretty clear. No, no, no. I did we seriously go from having someone attacking a giant pig's nuts to having uh-huh. a pig attacking a dude's <laughs> nuts? Yeah, it's like uh, poetry. It kind of rhymes. God damn it! All right, so uh, you are actually good at scrapping. I so get three cards. Thank God, one of us is three cards. Sub the tank. All right, uh, the Empress, Strength, and the Hanged Man. Uh, so Empress is neutral. Uh, strength is positive, I think. Strength is positive. Hanged Man is negative. Yeah, Strength seems like the one. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Wow, you triumph through force. I would say that accurately <laughs> describes what is happening here. So yeah, Sebastian, you are shockingly good at hitting people right in the nuts. It's almost like you've done this before. Uh, to the point where I am kind of concerned about the fate of your previous zookeepers. Vincent unleashes a scream that is not supernatural this time. It is definitely not coming from the brainwasher. This is this is all Vincent. And he grasps his testicles and just crumples to the ground, completely disabled. Vincent probably is not going to be getting up anytime soon. Oink. <laughs> How you doing, uh, Craig? I mean, better than I was a second ago. Thank you. Ah. Um, I think Highway is, like, backing away from everyone since their arms are still flailing and, like, intentionally trying to keep a lot of space. Uh, with Vincent down... Let's actually cut back to Cutie Cat now. Hello. So Cutie Cat, now that you are not under the direct influence of the brainwasher, um, you can switch your focus back to the physical world if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you do have enough sense of the outside world that you notice that when you heard Vincent scream and like you, you saw him fall to the floor. The television screens like started glitching out and then one of them turned off. I want to see, and each of the television screens corresponds to a guard, right? Yes. Can I try turning? So Vince was knocked out and then one of the televisions turned off. Can I try hacking in to turn off the televisions, and hopefully that will make the people be knocked out? Yeah, you absolutely can. I'm going to say that sounds like you're... Hmm. So how are you going to do that? Are you uh, are you going to, like, physically go up to them and... I, I'm, I'm still connected to... Is, is this... I thought this had to do something with the... What's the name of the brainwasher? Yeah, so you you are currently like in the undertow. Yeah, and but I'm still connected to the brainwasher, right? I still have it around me. Uh the the brainwasher escaped. Oh, it escaped. Okay. Yeah. But I can see those monitors, right? Yeah. I'm going to connect myself to the monitors. Okay. 
Yeah, so I'm going to say that sounds like a genius cuz you're you're trying yeah. to use your yeah, your area of expertise basically to yeah. um hack these TVs. So do I need to reshuffle the deck now or cuz um, we only have two? Yeah, yeah, reshuffle it and yeah, if she yeah. needs a third card, give her that third card. Let's see what we got. The magician. I mean, look at the magician. You magician achieve an impossible success. Yeah. So these two are good. You achieve an impossible success, or you create something. Right. Technically, Empress is neutral. Like you could create a problem for yourself. <laughs> mm. In that case, yeah, I should probably do. You achieve an impossible success. All right. Yeah. So I think you go up to the bank of TVs, and you start. I imagine that, like, it's very corny sci-fi. She just starts touching the air, and little icons start showing up, and she starts moving shit around. Yeah, yeah, basically. She's the decker of the group. Welcome to Shadowrun, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's a little tough to actually, like get to the manual overrides because the brainwasher like this is its space it is trying mm-hmm. to control this area but it's kind of distracted uh with everything going on it's it's trying to protect itself from two fronts uh and you're just focused on one uh, and you're eventually able to get past his protections and you manage to find the shutoff command for for this particular like a home space in the sci mm. hub that the brainwasher has created and suddenly like all the tv screens and the lights go completely dark everything shuts off uh and for a moment you cannot see anything i think the only thing that's in light is the big sign which is her eidolon where it just said why don't we play the game and the lights behind her and everything else is like Bathed in this like blue neon light. Yeah, and then suddenly you are shunted out of the undertow and your eyes focus on the real world again. Uh, Highway and Craig, you're the ones who are like still sort of close closer to the entrance of uh, this building. Like you had noticed that the other guards were starting to like run towards your location. They just suddenly fall to the ground as if they just experienced a really severe bout of narcolepsy. They just immediately fell down and Concussions went unconscious. For everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this is a mountain, so they're they're gonna wake up with some uh, scratches from all the dirt they uh, just dirt and rocks they just fell in. So that won't be pleasant. But also they're alive. However, there is still the brainwasher is still out there and it's been shunted from the undertow as well by cutie cats meddling you see it uh material like materialize from the shadows in the in the server room almost as if it is like coming up uh surfacing from like a lake almost okay and you, you can see it clearly now. It is not just, like, in the perception of your vision. It just tries to leap at... I think it's going to leap at Cutie Cat uh-huh. uh, with and try and scratch her with its, like, weird claws. Uh, can I do something while it's doing that? Sure. I want to use Soul Hacker. Okay. 
Um, All right. I want to um, try and reprogram that fucking Eidolon. Um, so that's drawing biz. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, your biz is three. Mm -hmm. It's my best stat. The fool, the wheel of fortune, and death. Well, the fool is my resonance card. So, okay. Um, when you play your resonant card, um, apply its forecast, then set it aside. So then that would be the positive version of the fool since it's resonant. I know I have inverse frequency, but th th that doesn't apply to resonant card, right? Let's see here. When you make a move while your resonant card is set aside, you can discard your resonant card to apply either... Okay, that that's... That, that's a separate okay. thing. That's, that's a separate thing. Yeah, I'm just... I have inverse frequency, which is all, all of my cards are inverted. Um, yeah. But my resonant card would still be the positive version of it, right? Yeah, yeah so... so. Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, it, it's neutral, so I think I would just read the inverted forecast as a positive. Okay. Yes. Then, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, so cool. in this moment, you are inescapably yourself. Highway, what command are you going to be given the brainwasher? Stand still. Okay. Highway, I think you are able to connect your own psionic presence directly to the brainwashers. And at first, it is pushing you away with that same... Mm just unpleasant white noise that it used against Craig. <laughs> but you are just far too positive and idealistic uh, to be deterred by a little thing like extremely unpleasant noises, and you push your way past its barrier. I think... Uh, it's like I think Highway just hears the noise and goes, This music is weird. <laughs> oh, is this is this what they call industrial? Is this 100 gex? <laughs> uh, and you push your way past its psychic barrier and basically just give it a command to calm down. Mm. And the noise suddenly stops and the brainwasher stands still. I think it probably like stands still like inches away from kitty cat's face and she just like falls backwards yeah because she still has an injured leg i was like oh thank thank you you're welcome it will uh, stay there for now good the guards shouldn't bother us i think i turned them deaf i think they were connected to whatever this is um can you can you help me and get me to that console we need to install the thing um, yeah, I, uh, My name is Rectifier. I listen. I'm very tired. I'm sorry. We need to install Rectifier. I suppose I'm hurt? that is fair. Cutie cat, I'm sorry, but my arms are not to be trusted. Oh, you know what? You're it's okay. I'll just crawl my way I there. Even if, sorry, even I, if they I, are working right now, I don't think Highway would want to risk them not working. Okay, because I, I was going to say I, I forgot to mention that at this point your arms are fine. Yeah, I think Highway is now a little afraid of maybe hurting I, someone. I think okay. you're just like dragging herself on the floor like, here, here, fine. let me, come on. <laughs> okay, well, help me, thank you. Yes. Yeah, just put me right here. Yep. And I think she actually goes, starts working to put, put Rectifier in. 
uh, you connect your neural interface directly to the Sci-Hub um, using a little cable that is installed in it. And you upload Rectifier into the Sci-Hub without much resistance now since you already kind of took out the resistance. Rectifier very quickly uh, starts its work of reformatting the Sci-Hub. So for a brief moment, like all the power seems to go out as it resets the Sci-Hub and the servers. Uh, but then the, the lights soon flicker back on. And the Sci-Hub, which was glowing sort of a pale pink, is now like uh, glowing a bright green. And Rectifier appears in your vision and says, Good work. I have successfully taken back this Sci-Hub and will be able to start broadcasting whatever is needed. Great. It only cost Great. us two arms and a leg. Uh, All right. Can someone uh, look into dealing with the security camera footage? I'm going to see if I can't poke around in their heads. He says, pointing back to the unconscious guard and see if I can uh, wipe some memories. Yeah, sure. Um, Seb, do you think you can help me get to the the security room? Yeah, sure. Okay, just like I'll I'll put my weight on you, if that's okay. Yeah, um, Sebastian's gonna carry Cutie Cat to the security room. Oh yeah, oh you, yeah. You can't reset mount. your damage now. Oh, okay. Hello, I'm Highway, and I'm here to do an ad read for Eidolon Daft. My studies have shown me that there are certain methods that are most effective when advertising to humans. So, without further ado, here is one weird trick that will make you listen to our podcast. The trick is listing names. These are some of our patrons. They are good people who gave us money. Adam Rust, Viking Soren. Peridotted, Abilene, Feldrin, Witsu, Celeste Jennings, Megan Krantz, Jennifer, Eli Marone, June B., Ryleth, Evan, Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Rizzy, Lachlan Cleland, Ryan Ball, Robert Wilson, Ellen, Striven, Lizzie Two Shoes, Evan Saft, and Gail N. Those are all normal human names, as far as I can tell. Um, I think Highway just kind of says, I'm going to go get Van. Right, Smart. yeah, of course. Yep, remember that now. Oh, I'm sorry. Craig, do you want to go get Van? No, by all means. Go right ahead. Okay. Say hi to them for me. I will. I don't think I'm going to have to need you to roll for... for yeah. We'll draw for these things. So, yeah, you do successfully um, wipe the security camera footage, which is quite easy to do now that Rectifier is able to basically unlock all system permissions for you. <laughs> Craig, as, as you get to work... 
wiping uh, the the recent memories of the guards. By the by the time you're finished, you hear you hear the sound of a van coming up the road toward the main gate of this area, uh-huh. uh, and uh, the horn honks. <sighs> yep, he, he just kind of like waves towards van and highway. Rectifier uh, speaks in your heads again and says, I have just received a communication from Stella Arpeggio. She wishes for you to meet her at the Bob. It appears to be a former sports stadium just to the north of here. Is that B-O-B, B-U-B? B-O-B, all in capital Hmm. letters. Well, you said former sports stadium. What is it now? Uh, the Bob is currently a commune. Oh. All right. Yeah, sure. Ha- uh, housing mostly the the homeless, anarchists, and various other survivalists and hackers. Um, oh, hell yeah. I, I, think, I haven't seen my friends in a while. Yeah, I was about to say, Iris, are you okay with Highway living there? That seems like a place Highway would live. Yeah, Highway can yeah. live in the Bob. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kitty Cat says, friends, she doesn't know these people. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I'm the, the anarchists and hackers, my friends, of course. Oh, I can show you my room. Sebastian promised Van that he'd get them some gasoline. So I think before they leave, he oh. um, siphons some gas from the the people who work here's cars and uh, gives it to <laughs> Van. I think... I think- I think Kitty Cat helped you. Yeah. She's like carrying two buckets in the back. I think Craig just approaches Van and just says, how, how you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> Is that so? Cra- Craig, I found a name for myself. Oh. Would you, would you like to know what I named myself? More than anything. You see, while you were gone, I looked up some stuff on the internet about oh names. Uh-huh. And apparently, names aren't just forced on people by other people. They can choose names for whatever they want, whatever they most want to be. So I chose my name to represent my ideal self. Great. Let's hear it. Aerodynamic. Mm. All right. Do you want to go by that? completely or do you got like a short like a nickname version of it or you you... will call me aerodynamic that's fine i was just clarifying i love your name aerodynamic it's cute thank you highway i'm going to be fast i know you are okay oh i will be i'm very proud of you (sighs) you should talk to seb seb's good about going fast seb what do you know about speed the aerodynamic is like a bulky ass van, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. Um, aerodynamic. We need to go to the Bob. Can you give us a lift? Yes. Great. Love to hear it. Get in, my friends. I. Uh, yep. I'm getting in. I'm already in. Hell yeah. Sebastian plops in. Kiwi Cat gets in and then resumes the stream like nothing bad has happened. Like, this has this has been totally normal fine. I think Craig gets in the, the driver's seat without even really thinking about it, like, has his hands on the wheel. Yeah, I think 
as Craig starts to buckle himself in, like before he can get it in the latch, aerodynamic just suddenly takes off. <laughs> yeah. There is no need for you to touch my controls. I am my own van. Uh... Craig, aren't you proud? Mm. If you think about it, Craig, we are kind of like Aerodynamics parents. Uh They grow up so fast, she says from the background. One thing I realized by searching for legal information online is that street laws only apply to drivers. Oh, uh, Craig, make sure that seatbelt is buckled. Craig, now you can fall asleep at the wheel. I... Oh, yeah, okay. Aerodynamic takes you on a concerning route down the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this so much. (laughs) Upon entering the city itself, Aerodynamic does not feel the need to stop unless they are forced to. (laughs) Right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Red lights are a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I think after the first couple of those, which I assume, you know, some close calls at the very least, uh, Craig has just fully begun dissociating. <laughs> Sebastian is oinking happily like he's on a roller coaster. I am so good at this. You are. Cutie Cat has somehow set up a DDR pad in the back <laughs> and is, is streaming herself, trying her best to be... Uh, Choose here your favorite song from DDR, which is also maybe a reference in Daft Punk. I don't know. My brain's not working. Just playing DDR. Are you staying upright while this van is like Tokyo drifting through the streets? Yeah. This is like the jackass bit where they do a disco in like a a semi-truck. She's mostly falling, but she's getting so many likes and... And subscribers, uh, she got some bits. Yeah, that's a challenge. The title of the stream is like, I play DDR while my van breaks uh, street loss. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there are two cameras set up. One uh, on her, and then one at the floor outside. Uh-huh. Not at the streets, at the floor, just so that people can see it's just going everywhere. I think... Uh... That goes on for about half as long as you expected due to aerodynamic. Uh, They're not necessarily aerodynamic, but they are fast. You gotta go fast. And before you know it, you have reached the parking lot uh, of the Bob, and the van screeches to a halt. Uh, Craig, did you manage to get your seatbelt on? Yeah, no, I did. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, I agree. Because Cutie Cat, uh, I think mm-hmm. you are kind of not expecting the van to stop as hard as it does. Uh, and you just kind of get uh, flung forward. I, I think as it's happening, she goes, oh, is someone clipping this? <laughs> and I assume she crashes on something. And Craig uh, waits a few moment, moments after we come to a stop just not saying a word, just sort of silently unbuckles his seatbelt, opens the door, steps out, closes the door behind him, and collapses to his knees and throws up. (laughs) You did. We have arrived. Good job. You did a I'm very proud of you. 
Craig what is, is wrong with him? There are fluids exiting his body in a place where fluids normally do not exit. It is. And like, no, it's okay. It's fine. It is like an oil change. Yeah. Mm. This is healthy, actually. I see. Should I encourage this more often? No. Yes. Aerodynamic. I want you to know you don't have to slow down on our behalf. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine. She says, like, still on the floor. And I, it, like, I imagine, like, she's got, like, a bloody nose. Yeah, no, this is great. Let me just set up my, uh, my stream and auto mode with my avatar for a second while we do whatever we need to do. Can't have the stream be off. If the mere existence of Phoenix, Arizona is a monument to man's arrogance, the Bob is their crowning achievement. It's 255 feet tall at its highest point and about 450 feet wide on both ends. In addition to a massive air conditioning system, it has a retractable roof that's split in the middle and allows each side to move independently to control exactly how much sunlight is let in, since, under normal outdoor conditions, forcing people to play baseball at 1 p.m. in the middle of July would effectively be a death sentence. They even built a combination pool and hot tub at the edge of right field, though it hasn't been used for that purpose since it was abandoned. Much like the field itself has been repurposed for agriculture, the pool is now a makeshift pond that cultivates fish and a variety of useful and edible aquatic flora and fauna. The parking lot that Aerodynamic has stopped on has not been maintained. The whole lot is scattered with native plant life sprouting up through cracks in the ground. Even if more than a few people in the whole commune owned a vehicle, this would still be happening thanks to deliberate negligence. The Bob Commune wants the forces of nature to wear down and break apart the asphalt. As you approach one of the double doors that marks the main entrance to the Bob, you see Dr. Stella Arpeggio waiting for you. At six foot five, it's difficult to miss her. She has very large and very frizzy black hair and is wearing a white tank top with blue jeans, black boots with big heels that add another two inches to her height, and a lab coat. No one has ever seen her without the lab coat. Wait, wait. Hey, Doc. Wait a minute. Oh, I think I broke my neck. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That is perhaps the messiest right, mission. Well, you didn't warn us I in advance that we'd be dealing with uh, bullshit. So, I yeah, I would say we did great. We disabled their security. We wiped all the evidence. We uploaded. Uh, what we needed to upload, right? We uploaded Rectifier. Fabi didn't forget the name. We uploaded Rectifier, and I don't know. Everyone's okay. Everyone's uh, fine. That's why I wiped other memories. Who cares how sloppy it yeah. was? Yeah, we got we got stuff done. We why aren't we having a pizza party? I think we should be having a pizza party right now. I assaulted a man. You also assaulted me. <laughs> Yeah! I did a good job. I suppose, yes, given the situation, you did do a good job. I apologize. I am a little stressed right now, given the report that I received about the brainwasher. I, it is concerning to me that Indo Silver Club is in possession of an AI of that caliber that they apparently had 
no controls over. Yeah, wow, no, that's... it felt more like dealing with a wild animal, the, uh, no offense to anyone present, uh, than with a computer program. Hmm, this will change some things, and makes me think we should move our timeline up. I think I might also need to move my rate up. I suppose so. Ooh, we all get races? Discuss that. Wait, uh, are you all getting paid? Wait, you're not getting paid? No, hi. I'm not. You should be paying paid. these two. They're important members of the team. I am Highway. I am paying you. I gave you the number for your bank account. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> yes, that's that's what that was. Okay, I I will get you two set up. Come see me later. I'll set it up so that you get food delivered to wherever you want to, and you just tell me what you need, and the payments will be taken out. I can also help you set up yours highway, or we can do the similar thing. Uh, you can get whatever meats you may need. Sebastian has been getting compensated in, in other fashions due to him being a pig. Sebastian, what? The reason I'm doing this is so my family can be freed from the grips of the corporate cyber Dr. Arpeggio. We have another member of the team. You need to pay Aerodynamic, too. Air... They love gas. Yeah. What is Aerodynamic? Uh, uh, our well, former what, What's band? important is I'm their legal guardian. Craig and I are their parents. <laughs> Cutie Cat, did you say they're the van? Yeah, you didn't expect having someone who has weird making things sentient powers and for them not to turn our van into... A sentient creature? Uh, Aerodynamic's pretty cool, though. I was hoping that Highway would show a little bit of restraint and judgment. Have you met Highway before? I'm Highway. Well. You picked this theme, so anything that happens, really, it's on you. I cannot argue with that. All right. I will find find suitable recompense for Aerodynamic. Uh... In the meantime, I am going to go back to my office and think about some things, uh, and I will call you up in a bit. So feel free to relax for now. Yeah, great. Can I? He's still like just like cleaning some puke off his chin. Craig, you can clean that off in my room. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. So. Dr. Arpeggio um, uh, turns around and and starts walking uh, back into the Bob. Um, As it is a stadium, there are multiple floors, and, like, there is an inner ring, sorry, an outer ring, which used to be where, like, concession areas and and various things were, uh, but which now is where most of, like, the communal housing is located. So... That's where you'll find people's rooms and uh, where you'll find, you know, various dinner, er- uh, like um, dining areas and anywhere else that like benefits from just not being directly outside. Um, the inner area of the stadium, uh, which is where the baseball field used to be, uh, is currently 
taken up mostly by uh, whatever agriculture the people here are uh, are doing. So uh, lots of fruits and vegetable vegetables, a few um, a few trees for things like apples or, or lemons or, or other items. Um, but yeah, mostly uh, mostly plants here. Um, there are a few animals, but it isn't, uh, it is, it, it's a stadium, but it's not like, you know, a proper farm. So you're not going to have enough space for things like cows to graze because they take up just way too much resources. Uh, so we're talking like goats and chickens and things like that. Okay. Okay. Other pigs? I think there's a few pigs, yeah. I think these pigs are Sebastian's. <laughs> yes, right? they're, they, they, they're definitely nothing like you. These are like your your normal like potbelly pigs, but you know they're close enough. We we speak each other. I don't imagine Sebastian the, discriminates with other pigs. I think Craig sees the <laughs> pigs in this agricultural setting and just kind of leans over to Highway since he knows they live here and is like, wait, do, do they raise those for pork? I don't know. Probably. Alright, well, I guess let's make sure he doesn't find out about that. Not sure he'd be too thrilled. I think Sebastian would understand. Hmm. Don't know. He is a very reasonable pig. (laughs) I think he looks at you and thinks about the day he's had and says, You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe you should tell him. Sebastian. (laughs) Hello. Fuck! <laughs> One second. <laughs> Fuck, okay. <laughs> Craig asked me to tell you that our pigs will be killed. You're saying they're. <laughs> what? <laughs> we mean, like, by when the corporation no, take this place? Or bacon. What do you mean? And other oh look, there's something interesting over there. <laughs> Kitty Cat starts walking away. Craig, Craig, Craig takes a few steps back, but remains watching. What's bacon? <laughs> Sebastian, oh, are you I familiar <laughs> with farming? No, I'm familiar with zoo. A farm is like a zoo, except the humans kill the animals for meat. <laughs> oh. You're saying they're gonna eat these pigs. Correct. Craig was very insistent. I I would not characterize that this way. Can I convince them not to? You can try. I will help if I can. I think I think <laughs> I way leans real close down to Sebastian and like does like the real conspiratorial like like art like hand cupped like you know whispering I do not eat food. I really appreciate that highway. <laughs> uh from slightly out of earshot, but enough you can hear it, you just hear I'm vegan <laughs> <laughs> I'm also vegan. He absolutely is not. <laughs> Uh, Kitty Cat is, though she has the occasional, like, 
occasional treat of seafood. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk to the farmer or whoever's in charge of slaughtering <laughs> Yeah, sure. I think I think Highway can can lead you to the butcher. I'm so sorry for doing this to you, Iris. <laughs> I should I should have seen it coming. I should have just said no. There are no pigs here. <laughs> she never. <laughs> she never allowed the implications. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so I think Highway, uh, you lead Sebastian. A, a couple, a, actually, I think I think they keep the butcher on the ground floor, so that way they could more easily uh, clean up. Yeah, you lead Sebastian to the butcher. They are uh, currently in the process of slicing up some pork. Oh no! Sebastian can tell. He can smell it. He can s- smell that that's a pig. Oh no! The butcher. Uh, what should I name <laughs> this guy? Uh, name Wait, him. you're telling me you didn't plan for this outcome? <laughs> no. Let's name him Paul. Paul oh, the butcher. Paul's a good name. <laughs> I think uh, Paul turns to you and says, "Oh, hey, Highway. What, what you doing here?" My friend Sebastian would like to talk to you about the ethics of meat. Oh, I see. Hello, sir. My name is Sebastian. As you can see, I am a Red River hog. And I'm here to make an appeal that you please do not kill my pig friends. I do, do see that. Hmm. Paul, Sebastian is my friend. And I am your friend. So please listen to Sebastian. Uh, which one of you wants to give me a glam? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sebastian has a, has two glam. Wow, charismatic pig! Um, uh, I think Highway has, like, one. Hi- Highway also has two. You both have two. But I guess, who, who wants to, who wants to be the one making this the This feels like Sebastian. It really does, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, let's, let's do a dazzle here. Uh, the moon and justice. Hey! Okay, yeah, I think justice... Okay, uh, the situation becomes more fair. We'll start butchering Jesus. humans too. <laughs> uh, it's only fair, really. <laughs> How the fuck am I gonna? <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty straight line interpretation. I feel like <laughs> I can't have them start to do cannibals. No, that's not. That was a joke. <laughs> the straight line is just yes. I will stop. That's more fair. Yeah. yeah. Iris. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the game. Does a cannibalism? No. Uh, Paul, I think, uh, puts down his knife and he says, "Well, I have to admit, having one of you." talk to me in a language I can understand and go through deductive reasoning with me it does make it a little weird to you know just kill you for food so look I can't I can't unilaterally make the decision but I won't do anything else until I bring it up during the next 
meeting, okay? And we'll we'll take a vote on it. And you can be there if you want. I I would like to be there, yes. All right. Well, uh believe our next meeting is in a is in a couple days, so uh I won't be serving any more pork until we've come to a decision here. Sebastian bows reverently and says, "Thank you, sir." Yeah, you you're welcome. Uh, I think that's when Kitty Cat enters and is like, Hey, so I see y'all have some beans out there. I have some great bean, like, not really meat recipes. I usually do them for stream. We can set up a whole thing. I can teach you all. And I'll just record it. That'll be great. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not really the, the chef here. I... Mm-hmm. I, I I help with food prep. Yeah, I'll teach you how to make. I'll th- see, you're not cooking the right them. Direction. I'll teach you how to make them. We can freeze them, and then the chef will take care of cooking them. It's just like I think she's about to say killing a pig, and then she doesn't. <laughs> just like what you used to do, but to beans. Plants will also be a more efficient. I food I source. question if it's just like it, but. I imagine there will be significantly less blood, but I do take your meaning. Eh, bean blood. Okay, now what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, we can... That's a great way to end that scene. Yeah. Or we can keep going. I, I think so. I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm good at ending that scene here. Craig, would you like to see my room? Yeah, sure. Hey, don't touch the beans or any other plants, okay? Okay. Just you already just made them all switch to vegetarian diets. I gotta eat something Sebastian if you make them alive did too. That. I did not do that. Okay, I was using you in a collective. Look, I'm a collective. Okay. <laughs> Let's go see your room. Okay. <laughs> They're like the fucking odd couple. I love it so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Highway leads uh, Craig to their room. Yeah, do you think uh, is Highway closer to the ground floor, or they are like, or are they at like the near the top of um, the stadium? I think they're near think? the top. Okay, they've got a they've got a nice view of uh, the exciting Phoenix City. <laughs> Um, yes, and, uh, they, they have populated their room with nothing. There is, like, a crate, and a bucket, and, um, and maybe, like, a, like, a movie poster, and that's it. Oh my gosh. They're, they're just riding from Metal Gear Solid (laughs) 2. Oh, oh god. Uh, (laughs) I think Craig just kind of looks here and says, you could put like some stuff in here. There is stuff in here. It is my home sweet home. Uh, I mean, you you don't. All right, sure. Do you have stuff for me care. to put in here? He he just kind of looks at you and holds up his empty hands. <laughs> I think highway high fives. <laughs> <laughs> You can clean All off right. your shirt here. Yep, thanks. Uh, he, he goes to do that. 
Oh, right, from yeah. the puke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that Craig's been walking around with puke shirt this entire yeah, time. Yeah, why not? May as well. After you get done cleaning your shirt, all four of you get a call through your Eidolon interfaces from Dr. Arpeggio asking you to meet her in her office, which is in one of, like, what used to be the uh, VIP boxes. Alright, yep. Uh, I think I've just got, like, just a soggy, like, water-stained shirt now. You arrive here. Um, She motions for you to, like, sit down wherever. There's a couple chairs here, as well as a couch. She is uh, currently, like, staring at her multiple computer monitors. But, like, she clearly, like, sees you and is... Well, she's not giving you her undivided attention. She is giving you exactly as much attention as is required. <laughs> she asked, uh, did you did you have a good rest? Sure. Yeah, I, I've gotten some of the people here uh, start like making some some uh, soy meat. She does uh, uh, finger quotes. Also, I think I scheduled like a like a aerobics class for for tomorrow morning. If I'm gonna be here, I don't know. If not, I'll teach someone else what to do. Oh, you have been. I busy. cleaned the puke off my shirt. That's great. I. That is great to hear. I helped. I, I, I like to keep busy. Idle hands and all that. Also, I'm sorry, what, made, what did you say, Highway? I helped Sebastian. And also, I made this bean alive. And I would like to reveal my master plan. No. No. <laughs> I'm vetoing <laughs> this. <laughs> I just thought it would be really funny. I, <laughs> I'm using my first ever <laughs> idle on veto. X carring <laughs> the bean. <laughs> If if this webcam I have set up to 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 look down at the tarot cards was instead pointed at my yeah. face, you may have seen me get like a deer in the headlights look of terror as you as you were about <laughs> to tell this me. This is how I always power works. So I imagine just a, a bean with like arms and legs and like a little top hat and cane doing a dance in Highway's palm. <laughs> Now I kind of want to do it. I was about to. I was about to completely lose it. <laughs> Just flashing us the middle finger from the webcam. <laughs> oh fuck! So uh, Stella says, um, "Well, you are definitely going to be here tomorrow morning, um, though you may need to postpone." that aerobics class of yours because I was initially going to take this city a little slower. Um, you know, we were, I was going to send you on some smaller missions to, to take back some smaller sci hubs, you know, just slowly gain a bit more control until we started taking really major actions. But I am not comfortable with the fact that they are starting to exper- experiment with, I guess, almost Eidolon equivalent ice programs. And I do not want to give them any more time than is absolutely necessary. And uh, she turns one of her monitors around and shows you some uh, drone footage of a enormous skyscraper that is shaped 
like an obelisk um, that you recognize as the Spire, um, which is several miles north of where you currently are uh, in Midtown Phoenix. Uh, And she says to you, this is where Indo Silver Club, well, this is where their Arizona branch is primarily located, uh, as well as some other smaller uh, media corporations that are under their umbrella. With your success in taking back the Sci-Hub at the at the transmission towers, I was initially going to use those to send out broadcasts to as far as I can to try and get additional recruits for our work here. But I think that's going to have to wait because my new idea is based on what I initially thought was a bug when I was developing the undertow. You see, when I was experimenting with various transmission types, I noticed that signals that were incorporated into the undertow network were suddenly able to interfere with each other in ways that they were not previously able to do. Like, previously, if you had a a network connected via Ethernet cable, you couldn't just drown that out with, you know, AM, FM radio. That would be impossible. But with everything connected to the undertow network, that did allow interference in a way that was not, that couldn't previously be done, which I at first thought was a downside. And to be fair, it, it is kind of that. But I realize it's also going to work in our favor right now. I intend to have Rectifier flood this area with just junk psychic noise tomorrow. I'll be able to, with the transmission towers running at capacity, their generators will probably hold out for about an hour before things start to overload. But that should be enough time for you to infiltrate the spire and find the Psy Hub and install Rectifier into their main Psy Hub. The spire itself is, constru- uh, is constructed of a material that is able to block outside signals, which means anything outside of the spire I won't be able to interfere with. But it also means that there will be so much random junk happening outside of the building that they will not be able to send any communications out or receive any communications uh, from other Indo-Silver Club locations. It will They will be on their own for that hour. Okay, so we have an hour to find the Sci-Hub in an entire skyscraper. Pretty much. Do we have anything? Like, we can't just check it floor by floor. That's not enough time. Do you have a scent sample? A scent sample? Yeah, so I can sniff it out. You could sniff out a sci-hub? I have a pretty good nose. Hmm. 
That is a good question. I have been having some of the more knowledgeable hackers here assist me in uh, trying to subtly poke around to try and get what blue blueprints we can of the building. Say no more. Yes, I will help you. <laughs> uh, where do you need me? Uh, I can start hacking like right now if you need me to. She starts taking out her equipment, out her purse. Gonna say if we can find like maybe a power or network traffic heat map or something that might help people other than Sebastian to find it in case, you know, we can't just assume that we'll be able to rely on him. I could make the building alive and ask it. No. I would prefer if you did not do that. Honestly? <laughs> fuck it, why not? I just feel bad for the building. Why? Because you're you're not giving them the choice of sentience. Yeah, whoever gets that. I yeah, didn't. You, you didn't. There is no I, option uh, to choose sentience because... We can always just kill it if it doesn't want to be alive. Not no, sentient, that's not... You can't choose sentience. I don't know. I feel that we... Listen... I'm not very religious. Uh, she hides the cross she has on. She wears. I was like, this is just for family reasons. I am not very religious. I'm just saying it feels a weird icky to create life that way. I was creating. As long as it's not like a problem for me personally, I'm frankly on board with it. Cutie cat, do you think I am icky? No, of course not, she says after not responding for way too long. Of course not. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's big old sad face emoji on that helmet. <laughs> I do admit Sebastian brings up a fascinating idea, though. Perhaps if I could give him... Uh, I do have a saved copy of the operating system they tend to run on Sci-Hubs. I use it to test out various programs I've made. I suppose if I gave him a scent of what their OS smells like, that could help lead you to the Sci-Hub. Is that how smells work? Not traditionally, but as an Eidolon-capable pig, Sebastian's scent, I imagine, works a bit differently than we might expect. <laughs> I think he turns to Sebastian, is that how smells work? Pigs have extremely good noses. Uh, yeah, I've heard... Th oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Why am I arguing? <laughs> uh, I think as uh, Estella is uh, starting to load up you know, a virtual machine with that operating system on it. When suddenly you hear what sounds like uh, the weather sirens go off and Highway and Cutie Cat as regulars to this area, um, you know that means that there is a haboob coming. Uh, a enormous dust storm uh, that is as tall as, you know, even some of the taller skyscrapers. Uh, and Stella curses under her breath and says, ah, all right, well, they're going to have to divert the power to the roof now. So we're not essential systems are going to go off for a bit. So I'll boot this up when it comes back. Yeah, we should probably get to cover. I mean, you're, you're already fine. You're, you're in the, 
VIP box mm. and you from your position here you can see the retractable roof start to close up uh, it is quite loud uh, someone should really start looking at you know greasing that thing up again as it's halfway closed the power in the stadium goes out and the roof stops and in fact everything goes dark um, is that part? That's not part of it. Now, I, I don't. No, that's not part of it. I think Stella like uh, uh, roots around in her desk for a flashlight uh, and brings it out uh, and and turns it on and says, "I I thought they fixed the generator. It doesn't it hasn't overloaded in a while like this." Can I use digital love to see if anything's off here? There's anything weird? Sure. Any signature that shouldn't be here? Yeah. Uh, so that'll be a... Hmm. Yeah, that'll be a Dredge the Undertow. Cool. That's a two, I believe, yeah. Yeah, so the Hierophant and the Emperor. Cool. Let's look at the deck of fate here. Uh, the Hierophant is neutral. You mm-hmm. discover something. Uh, and the Emperor is... Neutral. Uh, you succeed neutral. due to a singular focus. I might go for you discover something. All right. Due to, like, the power going out, you're sensing f- far fewer signals than you normally do. But you do sense one coming several floors below you. It almost feels like it's in the basement. I relay that information. It's a strong signal coming from the basement directly. I mean, that's where the generator is. Hey, uh, does anyone know you're operating out of here? Yes, the the city does know where No, here, no, no, not... not I, I meant you specifically. Oh, me? Not as far as I'm aware. Okay, well, I've got a feeling the answer is yes. Yeah, I think we have a pest problem in the generator. Unless someone tailed us, and I don't think they did. I don't think they could have, frankly. All right. Well, I guess your next mission is coming a little sooner than I expected it would. Great. Get down there, check out whatever is in the basement, and start that generator up, or we're all going to be in a lot of trouble. Yep. (sighs) Aye, aye, Captain. Oink. Sebastian, are you saying the word oink? Oink. <laughs> no, I get it. It makes sense. Oink. I like it. Come on, everyone. Let's go to a generator. Oink, oink. Oink. Highway leads you to where the the basement is. Highway, you, you have like an internal flashlight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Or like the, the, the helmet screen I have can, like, illuminate, like, it's lit. Uh, My arms are full of, like, neon glowy armbands, so I just crack them all. There we go. As you're going down the stairs, it gets darker and darker. Being underground without any lights powered, there is no other light source here other than the ones coming from you. And as it is a stadium that is largely made from concrete and other very hard materials, the only thing you are really hearing is your own footsteps echoing 
through this place uh, as you slowly move through um, this empty area. You open um, the door leading to the power generator uh, and the door uh, makes a horrendous like squeaking noise. It has not a uh, highway your headlight like illuminates down the center of this room and lands on like the the controls to the generator uh, at the back center of this room and standing right in front of them is a man in a three-piece suit with a neural interface um, on his right ear that looks startlingly similar to the ones that your companions have installed. You can't tell if the man is staring at you. It, it feels like he is, but you can't really tell due to his sunglasses um, completely blocking any view of his eyes. And he says, Ah, our intelligence was correct. You are making this your base. Ah, shit. Good evening. I believe you are her stooges. A stooge is a fool, one who takes pratfalls for the amusement of others. Yeah, it's also a guy that stabs his fingers into other people's eyes. I'm gonna send out Burnin to uh, try to shut off his motor functions. Fuck! Alright, uh, that's gonna be... I'm gonna say that's an, a bombard, actually. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna use your elegance. Oh god! <laughs> uh, judgment, the, uh, the tower, and the lovers. I guess the lovers... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. All right, you are faced with two paths. You send Burnin out. Like, it starts uh, hacking into this man's neural interface. And as it, do- as it does so, like, you're-, you're getting readings of its progress through the screen. And thanks to the neural interface, you're- thanks to Eidolon, you are interpreting this uh, at a rate much faster than what would normally be possible. So all this is occurring in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And as Burnin is looking through its pro- through the programs installed, trying to find a back door, you notice one particular program name scroll by. Something that you have never seen before. And it says, Malleable Augmentation for Lethality Ice. Contact. <laughs> Craig is spending way too much mental energy trying to work out if that's an acronym. <laughs> uh, as and as you try to figure that out with your focus on the undertow, you see in front of you like a perfectly black sphere. Uh, it's almost like it's made of that Vanta black substance that like absorbs all light. Oh, sure, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it is, it's like a, there is a hole in existence where it is. Yeah. It starts bubbling and spikes erupt from it in front of you. So you can continue the hack and it will succeed, but you are going to take spikes. <laughs> Craig's general opinion of anything bad that happens to him seems to be, yeah, this may as well happen. So yeah, he's going to stick with uh, making, uh, you know, continuing the hack. Okay, uh, so the hack succeeds. 
and the man falls down. But at the same moment, you take a spike like right to the chest and your companions see you just like collapse to the ground. Go ahead and take one damage. You have just and like the the pain of it shunts you out of the undertow immediately. Yeah. The man in the suit says, ah, you've met my Eidolon. Ugh. Yeah, well, you met mine too, fucker, so we're even. <laughs> the the man who, who's just lying on the ground says, oh, I don't think that's going to be much of a problem. The rest of you, uh, you now see what Craig was seeing, and contact, like, now appears in reality, like growing, growing like one would expect a black hole to like just out of almost seemingly out of non-existence, it appears. Uh, and it flies like a bullet toward this, the man in the suit impacts like uh, his back and it sort of melts around him and turns into like four spider legs that lift him up from the ground. And he says, you may have temporarily disabled my body, but I don't need that to take care of you. Eidolon Dat will be back in one week, on April 25th for Patreon subscribers, and on May 2nd for everyone else. Thank you for listening.